Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Republican State Representative Joe Harding sponsored the House bill. We want focus to be on those basic fundamental things, the reading, the writing, the math. And when discussions come up, as a dad of four kids, children ask questions. Discussions are going to come up. We can't ban a conversation. We can't ban a discussion. That's not what we're doing. But critics say just the threat of lawsuits could have a chilling effect on those discussions. And language in the bill banning those lessons when not age-appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards could arguably apply to any grade. Joe Saunders is with Equality Florida. So it applies to K-12 classrooms and it grants the right for any parent who believes that a conversation is happening about our families to sue a school district. It's an aggressive attack. Nationwide, there are 18 similar bills moving through nine state legislatures. The advocacy group, The Trevor Project, has denounced them. It says its research shows LGBTQ students who learned about LGBTQ issues or people at school had 23% lower odds of reporting a suicide attempt in the past year. You welcome uh, State Florida State Representative M- Michelle K. Rayner. Who, ha- who has served, by the way, in the Florida House of Representatives since 2020. And she is the first openly queer black woman elected to the Florida legislature. And prior to her election to the state house, she served as a local counsel for the NAACP Legal Defense Fund. And by the way, she's also running for Congress in, in this year. And uh, Representative uh, Rayner. Thank you so much uh, for um, uh, for being here on the Madison Show. Uh, the, the, this news clip sort of gave people a sense of what's going on. What is the slippery slope that this that this bill will create? Definitely. And first off, uh, Joe, I just am honored to be here. You're a hero of mine, so I just am so grateful to be on your show. But, I mean, to your question, I mean, you, so just to kind of also level set. So I'm also a civil rights attorney. I work with our good brother, Ben Crump. So I see this from a lens not only as a person who is part of the LGBTQ community, but also as an attorney, as a civil rights attorney. And really the slippery slope really becomes this bill is vaguely crafted. And in fact, the bill sponsor and other folks last night on a Twitter space talked about how that this bill is vaguely crafted. And you and I both know when bills and statutes are vaguely crafted, it prompts a lawsuit, whether it prompts a lawsuit to strike it down or it prompts a lawsuit lawsuit to uphold the law. And so then because a bill and the statute is vaguely crafted, you have teachers who are nervous about what they're going to discuss. You have, um, you know, parents who are nervous about sending their children to school. You have um, kids who are nervous even about talking about, you know, who they are and who their families are amongst themselves. So once again, it's that chilling effect of we don't really know what to do. We don't really know what to say. And I think purposely that these bills are crafted this way because I think the hope um, by the Republicans is that Florida's, you know, conservative state Supreme Court will side with them and will codify discrimination. And, you know, this is a slate of bills that Ron DeSantis has introduced. We have, I call it the don't say race bill, that you can't talk about anything about black folks and racism. We have the anti-immigration bill. We have all of these, this slate of bills is red 
meet this culture war bill bills, and um, this is really to just uh, you know pump up his ambition to uh, run for president in the next two years. Well, I well, and and how is it that DeSantis and the Republican legislators? <clears throat> how is it that they are able to get these bills through? I mean, it. it I, when I it, I thought Florida was sort of a purple state. Is it just the lack of voter participation or what? So here's the deal. We know in the last um, gubernatorial election that the state has only won by 30,000 votes, right? Only, wait, wait. So wait a minute. You're telling <laughs> Representative Rayner, you're telling me that this governor only won by 30,000 votes? Correct. Correct. Only 30,000 votes. He's governing like he has a mandate. But when you control the legislature and we are in a redistricting year, you know, once in a decade, you know, event, you gerrymander the districts that don't give proportional representation really about the people that are in the state of Florida. I would tend to agree with you. I think the state of Florida is a purple state. I have people coming up to me, Republicans and Democrats, saying, listen, Rep. Rainer, like, I don't, I didn't ask for this. No one asked to say, hey, let's, you know, make it harder for LGBTQ people to exist or black folks to tell their stories and exist. No one asked me that, but they are asking me, we have a housing crisis. I can't afford to live here. I actually had to move. My property insurance has gone up, you know, a thousand percent. We're not working on those issues, Joe. We're working on, you know, these culture wars. And it was so interesting. I had a person come up to me and my team, and they're like, she's like, you know, why does her bring her? You know, I love her. She's great. But why does she talk about this gay stuff? And my, my team member, before I could say anything, he's like, you think she wants to talk about this? Her hands are tied. She actually wants to work on the issues that the people sent her up there for, but we can't because we have a Republican legislature that are, that's really – to be honest, doing the bidding of Donald Trump still, the former and, disgraced yeah. white impeached president. <laughs> yeah, who, by the way, thinks he won by 20 million votes, he said the other Correct. the other day. <laughs> now, let me bring up something, <laughs> think, well, something else I read yesterday, or maybe it was early this morning, that uh, your governor uh, is, uh, talk about this redistricting, he's supporting eliminating a congressional black district? Yeah, you read it right. So Congressman Al Lawson's district, also he is uh, in the process of uh, kind of messing with Congresswoman Val Deming's district. And so these are two minority performing districts, right? They're under the VRA. And he has literally openly targeted these two districts, right? And so while we were in uh, debate on this uh, congressional map on the floor in debate, he tweeted out that he is, I don't care what you send me, I'm going to veto it. So it looks like even though our session has finally ended, it looks like we're going to come up for a special session. But here's the thing, and so you know this as well as anybody, that is highly improper, right? If you want, you know, Governor DeSantis, if you wanted to be a legislator, run for the Florida House, run for the Florida Senate. You know that this is highly improper to involve yourself and insert yourself in the process. Really, I can't remember a time where a Florida governor has inserted themselves in this process. And the fact that you're blatantly targeting 
uh, you know, minority districts with um, folks like Val Demings and Al Lawson, who have openly criticized you, lets me know what your what your, your your bias is and what your motive is. Now I go. Let me go back to the the the, uh, the bill. Don't say uh, uh, don't say gay bill. Uh, your I, 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 this is not a softball question because I think I already know the answer. And that is, what do you think of the student walkout and other actions that uh, that people took? That folks apparently aren't taking this sitting down. Correct. You know, and I think peaceful civil disobedience is the is, you know, is the hallmark of our country. You know, my parents were in the civil rights movement. They integrated the University of South Florida. Joe, you just finished your hunger strike. You know, these things are the things that we have to do. And to me, when I see these young people, especially, you know, the ones who are, you know, late in high school are going to be able to vote in the next year or so, it lets me know that the kids will be all right. (laughs) It lets me know that just like as I thought, these kids will save us all. And what I love to see, not only are these, you know, black kids and white kids, but they're from every, you know, straight, gay, allies, you know, accomplices, all of these people, um, and even adults. And so it lets me know that the kids will be all right. It lets me know that um, these people will be voted out at some point. Um, And so I'm here for it. I mean, I was out there with them. (laughs) I walked out of the chamber and was out there with them because I also wanted them to know that I stand with them. And like I said in my debate with this particular bill, you know, I, I, my, mom, my mama says you talk when talk is going to do some good. So I'm not going to talk to these Republicans. You're going to do what you're <laughs> I like that. Right? I, I got to use right? that as a model. I got to use that as a model for my, because I always tell people, once the talking is done, what are you going to do about it? Correct. It's, just, it's the same thing. So you you talk when, you know, but at some point you got to stop talking. Yeah. Yeah. And I started talking to the kids. I started talking to the kids on the floor. I let them know that they were seen, that they were loved, that they, you know, were fighting for them, that they're perfect just the way they are. And that even though you have these people who are telling them that they are less than, that is not who they are. And that's not what God says. And I had the conversation with them to the camera because I'm not going to talk to these people. If you want to be tone deaf and if you don't want to listen and you have all the people you have, we had hundreds of people coming up to Tallahassee for the abortion bill, for the don't say race bill, for the don't say gay bill. So I just feel like, listen, if the people are telling you they don't want this, why are y'all doing this? Yeah. Now the other issue, I I mean, out of the issue, so let me understand how this works, that if a, if a teacher, like, let's say it's one of my favorite sub, subjects in high school was social studies, mm-hmm. um, you, you know, current events. So if a mm-hmm. teacher says, you know what, um, let's look at the debate between uh, that, that Michelle uh, Rayner and, and her opponent uh, did, and let's discuss it. Can it, it does? In other words, the bill says that what a parent can sue the teacher, or the parent can sue the school, or the parent can sue the board of education, or all of the above. Or is that why it's so vague? So it's very vague because it says K through three, or age age appropriate classroom instruction. Well, <laughs> age appropriate isn't defined. Classroom instruction isn't defined. Right. So 
if I parent A who has a problem with LGBTQ folks and and I'm like you, I love current events, I love social studies, surprise, surprise. And, you know, a teacher says, listen, let's talk about this. Don't say gay bill. Class, what do you think about it? And say you're in ninth grade. What? Age appropriate is not defined. And when I asked the bill sponsor, I said, who defines age appropriate? Oh, well, it'll be, it'll be the DOE. Well, you didn't, you didn't think to define this in your bill. Who defines class instruction? And we started giving him examples of what class instruction would be. Is an assembly class instruction, if they talk about it? Well, no. Okay. Well, it, like, so you, see, you see where the fakeness comes in. So a parent can sue the school district, and I believe through a loophole in this bill, the parents could actually individually sue the teacher. And so once again, wow. you have teachers who are, you know, nervous, but I have a lot of teachers in my, you know, my DMs and on my Twitter saying, listen, this is the hill they'll die on. They, listen, they will end their, their uh, educational career. They're sure. not going to harm any students. Um, and that comes with the anti-CRT bill. Um, as well, um, which we know CRT is not even being taught in, you know, uh, uh, elementary and high school and middle school. But they're not – we have teachers who are standing up and saying they're not going to be bullied by Ron DeSantis and his ilk. They're not going to be bullied. They – are committed to teaching our children, and they're going to do that. But then we wonder why, on top of everything else in Florida, why we have a teacher shortage. Who, who wants to come teach here? And, and who wants to move to a, 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 you know, a, a if you're a young couple with school-age children and you got a teacher shortage, who wants to move to the state? I mean, my goodness. Finally, uh, and we're talking to Michelle K. Rayner, who serves in the Florida House of Representatives, has been in that position uh, since 2020. And by the way, she's also running for Congress uh, this year. Uh, one of the let, can you talk about? You also have certain voter suppression laws in <laughs> in uh, Florida. Can you talk about that for for a moment? Uh, what how, I mean, what are they doing as it relates to voter suppression laws or attempting to do? I mean, what are they not doing? Right? <laughs> I think that's the better question. Um, you know, I was always taught growing up that our vote is sacred. Um, you know, my parents were adults when uh, the Voting Rights Act was signed in 1965. They were in there, probably their early 20s. My dad is mid-20s, my mom her early 20s. And so I have always, you know, understood and valued voting. And so we know that, especially in 2020, um, folks, black folks particularly, uh, voted uh, at a high, high, high rate vote by mail. So they're limiting how, and normally in the state of Florida, you can elect to say, listen, I want my next, I don't know, three ballots to be sent to me, vote by mail, right? Um, You now have to elect every year. And so for people who don't know that, they're thinking they're getting a vote by mail. My mama called me someday and said, hey, you need to check on this vote by mail for me because I need to, I'm going to vote and I need to know what's happening. So that's number one. Number two, um, if I, it limits how many ballots I could drop. So say you live in my, in my mama's neighborhood. So I know all the people that live in her neighborhood, Miss Jackie, Miss such and such, they're going to be happy that I call their names out, right? And I, and normally it's me who my mom will say, grab my ballot and go down the street and grab, you know, such and such, such and such, such and such ballots and go drop them at the supervisor of election. Right. I can't do that anymore. 
we can't have souls to the polls. Oh, yeah, that's what state. pisses. I'm going to tell you, that's what pisses me off. Uh, is is it, you know they're getting rid of souls to the polls? Go ahead. I'm. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I didn't right, know that right. they had eliminated that. Wow. Yes, they have eliminated that. If you are standing in line, and you know we have third party voter registrations or things right. like that. You know, you know, I, you, I, you know, at the, at the, at the, um, you know, voting site, it, it can be a party sometimes. And so sometimes we give people food or give them water, especially if the line is long. Cannot do right. that. What um, are you kidding me? I know that was, wait a minute. So they're doing that in Florida because I know that was part of the Georgia suppression. So they, so they're doing correct. it in Florida too. <laughs> correct. Correct. Um, that any supervisor of election, quote unquote, drop box. Um, like if you want to drop your ballots off, normally they just have them. They had them all around, you know, town in the county. They right. have to be manned. If they are not manned, that they are subject to a $25,000 um, $25, fine. Uh, there are, we just passed another technical part of this bill this past week, which also um, deals with, um, I mean, it's it deals with certain counties, how the counties have to now rerun for their county commission, even though that they were duly elected and it violates the Florida Constitution because county commissions have four years. And this uh, we this bill, that provision in the bill was created for one particular legislate, legislator who is being termed out and wants to run for county commission, but doesn't want to have to wait for the next two years. So wants to run now. Like these are the games we're playing. These are the games that we're wow. playing. I, you know, I just just to hear you say a, a drop box has to be manned. Yeah. And, and, and if it and if it's not, it's a twenty five thousand dollar fine for the I mean, the, I mean the that, that's like the, yeah, yeah, that's like the post office saying, well, some a postal worker has to stand by a post <laughs> a post office box or you can't drop the mail in it. Good gracious. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's why, you know, honestly, that's, you know, not to even pivot to this, but I think it's really important. That's why we're running for Congress. We know that when the states didn't, haven't done what is appropriate, it has been the federal government. It has been Congress to step in and stand up and say, listen, if you're going to act right, we will, we will, we're going to make you act right. And that's right. That is why I haven't given up hope. I haven't given up hope on my state. I haven't given up hope on this country. I know it looks hopeless, and I know it looks very dark. But, you know, you and I know, I'm a woman of faith, that right before uh, the sun breaks, it is the the darkest point. Darkness before the light, yeah. Well, let me, uh, um, if people would like to learn more about your your campaign, uh, obviously you have a website. Can you give that out? Please. I do have a website. It is www.michelle, and Michelle is spelled with one L, so M-I-C-H-E-L-E, for Florida, all spelled out, dot com. Y'all can find me on Twitter, um, Michelle, with one L again, for FL, um, and we're there, and we're on Instagram, same, Michelle, for FL. And, um, you know, I am very responsive. My team is very responsive um, because I think right now, Joe, in this moment, we have to build this collective political power. We have to empower our people. We have to let them know that this isn't about me just trying to get to some office. This is about all of us. And all of us got to be in this together. Everyone, last one of us. Uh, Thank you, uh, Michelle Rayner. Thank you. Good luck on your campaign. Uh, Keep us posted. 
what you well, just yeah. shared with us, quite honestly, I think, I, you know, my audience is probably hearing this for the first time outside of Florida. And, and there's probably a, a few, uh, you know, a lot of folk in Florida that uh, weren't aware of some of the things. So good luck. Keep us posted. And thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Take care. Okay. We'll stay in touch. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.